even though Victoria and Ella had been really nice and had lent me lots of their cool clothes, and Ruby's mum had made me the most amazing bracelet, I still felt like this was the worst thing that had ever happened to me. Mum was happy because she was getting her own way, as usual. Joey was happy because he's only a stupid eight-year-old, and it's easy to make him happy. And Dad was happy because he knew that if he got a call to do an attic conversion, he'd be able to escape back to the real world. As we drove along, Mum kept going on and on about how excited she was. We're so lucky to be able to stay in Monica's house, she said. If it weren't for Monica, we'd have no holiday at all this year. We'd be stuck at home for the whole summer. Right then, being stuck at home sounded like a great option. Suddenly, I had a brilliant idea. Dad, if you get a call to go back to work, can I come with you? No way, said Mum. Why did she have to get involved? I hadn't been asking her. Please, Dad, I'd be really good while you were at work. I could clean the house every day, and I'd make you lovely breakfasts and dinners and everything. I was sure I'd be the perfect housewife. Joey interrupted. My mum told me that you cooked dinner last week, and your whole family had to go to Supermax afterwards because no one could eat the stuff you made. Why couldn't he just mind his own business? I leaned over and made a face at him. He wailed like a total baby. Paula, Eva's threatening me. Mum turned around and waved her finger at me. Now, Eva, she said, that's exactly why you couldn't go back home with Dad. You're not mature enough yet. Then she sighed. Come on, Eva, she said. Help us out here. You know we've all had a difficult time recently, with Dad's old business closing down, and us having to sell our lovely house. And you were so good and helpful when all of that happened. Why are you being so difficult now? Did you ever hear of the last straw? I muttered. Well, this is it. This is the last straw. Lucky you're not a camel, so, said Dad, thinking he was very funny. Everyone laughed then, except for me. I just folded my arms and sat in silence while Dad kept on driving towards the end of the world. After another half an hour, I was totally fed up. Joey had fallen asleep with his head on my shoulder, and every time I tried to move him away, he wailed loudly, making Mum cross with me all over again. Suddenly, I had an idea. I took Joey's notebook and pencil out of his rucksack. I found a blank page and wrote in capital letters, Please help me. I am being kidnapped. Then I held the page against the side window of the van so that everyone who passed by could see what total losers my parents were. I thought it was kind of a funny thing to do, but I didn't feel one bit like laughing when a police motorbike with flashing lights came past and made Dad pull into the edge of the road. The policeman got off his bike and walked very slowly towards us. I shoved Joey's notebook under my seat. Joey woke up. Wow, cool, he said when he saw the flashing lights. Have you been speeding again? Mum asked Dad, 
Before Dad could answer, the policeman was tapping on the side window of the van. Dad wound down the window. What can I do for you, officer? He said, like someone from a very bad film. The policeman didn't smile. We've had a very strange report from a woman in the town a few miles back, he said. I tried to shrink back into my seat, wondering if there was any way of making myself invisible. The policeman leaned closer to Dad. Can you tell me who you are? And please also identify your passengers. I felt like screaming. What kind of a stupid woman with no sense of humor would think I was really being kidnapped? And what kind of a policeman with no sense of humor would have to get sent to investigate?